I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. You're listening to part two on the topic, Are you ready to say I do? Are you ready to say I do? And I hope you're standing up or sitting down briskly and with your ears perked and ready to go. Especially if you are maybe in your early 20s, maybe 19 years old, mid-20s, early 30s, and you seem to be desperate to get married, or people are just pressuring you and you are not interested right now, and they're calling you all kinds of weird names. Isn't that so terrible? So we talked last week, and let's continue this week, okay? And... uh, Last week, I reminded everyone that marriage does not make you happy. It only makes you married. I also said marriage will not solve your problems. Marriage will not bring you closer to God. Marriage uh, will not make you a better person. And marriage will not fulfill your dreams. Now, I know I have to be cautious how I say that. I mean that if you're depending on marriage to do these things for you because you're desperate and lonely, that's the big mistake. In marriage, people can be fulfilled because of the relationship, but you don't enter marriage to find those things. That's the big mistake. Okay, so now let's continue. As I shared in the first part, one of the big problems is many people, many young people who are uh, are not ready to to say I do or uh, the reason they're not ready to say I do is because they don't think well of themselves. Uh, they are not emotionally, psychologically, perhaps socially and spiritually ready for it. They don't believe in themselves. So I'm going to give uh, some foundational thoughts here of that will uh, in becoming a healthy, whole person, all right, which is a prerequisite for the single life. I said a prerequisite for the single life and the married life. Number one. Know that you are created in God's image. That's a fundamental thought there. And then number two, be comfortable with who you are. And number three, be happy with who you are. So let's go to the first point. Uh, Know that you are created in God's image. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28, Then God said, Let us Make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the livestock, and all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Okay? Note I said, and he made human beings. The old King's James Version say, let us make man in our own image. The actual word there is homo sapien in the English word, a different word in the Greek or Hebrew, but it means not it means male and female, human beings, okay? So let's get that straight, because some people teach God made Adam, the man, in his image, and made Eve in Adam's image. That is wrong. We're all made in God's image both male and female. female. And then the text says, they will reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the lively stock, 
are the livestock and all the animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Okay, now let us note that very carefully. Um, they will reign over the fish of the sea. They, the male and the female, will reign over the fish of the sea. All of this is a part of being in God's image. The human being. This means that they that God gave them both equal authority to be in charge, not in charge of each other, but in charge of the earth. Romans one twenty eight. Oh sorry, Genesis one verse twenty eight. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish of the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. You know, note that God, that in God's image, one need not to have sex to be identified in God's image. It's just a matter of fact how God made us in His image that we are His likeness. And that's a very important point. We are made in God's image. And and this is what gender equality is all about. God made me complete, unique, special, and with a purpose. Now, if you're listening, driving in your car this morning, this evening, midday, midnight, whenever you're listening to this on a radio station or on, on the podcast, on Spotify, Repeat this, God made me complete, unique, special, and with a purpose. That is so important. That, is, that must be deeply understood and appreciated before you hook up, before you connect to, before you love romantically to don't want to let go anymore. Anyone. That's so important that you understand that you are made completely in God's image and you made unique, special, and you have a purpose. So we are all made in God's image. Both male and female are made in God's image. That's an important foundation. Okay. And then another point, be comfortable with who you are. The scripture says in Matthew 22 and verse 39, and a second is like this. You shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. The concept of loving yourself uh, is important for being a healthy person emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, and even as we grow physically. We have to love ourselves first, or if you would understand sometimes, as we love ourselves, we have so that means we have to first love ourselves before we love someone, whether it is romantically or just generally, and loving yourself. So we have to be comfortable with who you are, whether you're black, white, brown, yellow, gray, pink, green. <laughs> Sharp nose, flat nose, uh, curly, curly here, straight, straight here, speak Chinese, speak Spanish, French, English, Androsian, Jamaican, Barbadian, Cayman Alien, <laughs> interesting languages, eh? 
be comfortable with who you are. And then, which is related, be happy with who you are. John Powell, in his book, The Secret of Staying in Love, page 13, states, There is one need so fundamental, so essential, that if it is met, everything else will almost certainly harmonize in a general sense of well-being. When this need is properly nourished, the whole human organism will be healthy, and the person will be happy. This need is a true and deep appreciation for oneself, a genuine and joyful self-acceptance, an authentic self-esteem, which results in an interior sense of celebration. It's good to be me. I'm very happy to be me. Many of you might have heard me use this quote over and over for the past few years. I, I just love it. I just love this quote. It's so real. It is so real. So, I want you to tune into the next podcast as I continue with part three on Are You Ready to Say I Do? You have been listening to your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.